I'm Brian Lehrer. You're listening to the Politics Brief podcast, bringing you the best coverage of the 2018 elections. You'll hear smart conversations from shows like On the Media, The New Yorker Radio Hour, The Takeaway, and yes, The Brian Lehrer Show. Plus, great reporting from our WNYC newsroom. Welcome to Politics Brief. I'm Tanzina Vega, and this is The Takeaway. Some 1.5 million ex-felons are now eligible to regain their voting rights in Florida. Not since the Voting Rights Act of 1965 have voting rights been so widely expanded in one fell swoop. On Tuesday, voters passed Amendment 4 in Florida, the constitutional amendment to restore voting rights to convicted felons who have completed their sentences. People like Devin Coleman. One of the key points of being American, of participating in the democracy that we have is the ability to vote. So if you can't vote, you're not included in that process. And that's that's a hurtful feeling. Coleman has been out of prison for 12 years. And thanks to the passage of Amendment 4, he will now be eligible to vote once again. Steve Bosque is Tallahassee Bureau Chief for the Tampa Bay Times, and he's been he's been following Amendment 4 from the beginning. Steve, thanks for joining The Takeaway. Thanks. So big night in Florida. Walk me through the lifetime ban on voting rights for felons. Uh, What was the law and what is it now? Yes, what was the law was implemented by Rick Scott, who it appears is going to be Florida's next United States senator. Uh, A person who is released from a state prison and completes all the terms of their sentence, including restitution, probation, community control, anything like that, must then wait five years five to apply to have their civil rights restored, and the application process frequently takes years. After what happened last night, uh, 65% of the, of the voters who voted in this state, and we had a big turnout, voted for Amendment 4, which basically says when you complete all the terms of your sentence, you automatically get your right to vote restored with two exceptions, people who've committed murder and felony sex crimes. So a, a legal fight is looming, it appears, over... Uh, how it's going to be actually implemented, because we have a Republican legislature that has traditionally been hostile to this idea. Well, and part of the reason I'm wondering, I'm assuming it's been hostile to a certain extent is possibly because many of the people who are being, who have been disenfranchised are people of color and black Americans. Is that part of what's happening here? Well, they're not going to say that publicly, but that's certainly a factor, especially going into the next presidential election in 2020. Keep in mind that even though uh, you know, we had close elections on Tuesday in Florida. We had Republican, we have apparent Republican victories for Senate and governor. Uh, one of them is still, the, the Senate race is still close to in, being in the recount window here. But um, but it's, it's a deep purple state. And even if half, let's just assume for the moment, even if half of those 1.2, 1.3 million who are affected by Amendment 4 were to register to vote, that's 600 and some odd thousand new voters, and our reporting and research has shown that a majority of them would be Democrats. And that could have had an impact on, for example, the, the Gillum race down in, uh, who's from Tallahassee. No question about it. What about nationwide, Steve? What about nationwide? What implications could this have? Well, Florida is a true outlier state. There's no other state that uh, is remotely as big as Florida that has a lifetime ban like this. But this, this uh, I checked again this morning, this amendment passed in 61 of 67 counties. It failed to get a majority only in six very small, rural, very conservative North Florida counties, which means, it's very important, many, many Republicans, most Republicans voted for this, not just Democrats. 
That is quite a surprise. Were you surprised by that, Steve? Well, I, the polling suggested it was in a good shape to pass. But, for example, Amendment 4 got more votes than a widely advertised uh, crime victims amendment, which had broad support from law enforcement and community groups and professional athletes and so forth. Uh, Amendment 4, though, the the ACLU raised more than $5 million. They had an aggressive advertising campaign down the stretch. There was no real visible opposition to Amendment 4. This was a true example of the Citizens' Initiative uh, working uh, in Florida, and the Citizens' Initiative is really a, a way for people to take the law into their own hands and bypass the legislature. Never a dull moment in Florida. Steve Busquet is Tallahassee Bureau Chief for the Tampa Bay Times. Steve, thanks again. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Politics Brief. If you want more, go to WNYC.org election. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.